The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Hello, and welcome to Cast a Strong Style. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm here with my co-host, Anwar Starwin. What's going on, Anwar? What's up, everybody? I'm glad to be back to talk about this John Belize tournament. <laughs> glad that you could join me here once again on Cast a Strong Style. Cast a Strong Style is being brought to you by CSPN. You can find the CSPN on the web at CSPN.us. You can also subscribe to the podcast through Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and YouTube. So we're going to finish up the best of the Super Genius Tournament on this podcast. We're going to start on day 12 and go right through the final day. And then we're also going to preview the Dominion card, which is taking place this Sunday. So a big week taking place on New Japan Glad that I'm here with Anwar to talk about it. We'll run through day 12 of the Best of the Super Junior Tournament. Yo faced off against Ren Narita. Yo rolls Ren into the Calf Crusher and Ren Narita taps and Yo gets the victory. Our next match we saw Bandito face off against Robbie Eagles. Bandito counters a sliced bread and takes Eagles up top for the fallaway moonsault press, and Bandito picks up the win. Two of the hottest guys in the tournament of late, Rocky Romero faced off against Bushi. Bushi attacks the knee and follows with a code breaker for two. He then goes up top and he hits MX, and Bushi picks up another win. In an unsuspecting Really good semi-main event. Will Osprey faced off against Doki. The Os cutter is stopped by Taiichi, allowing Doki to hit Osprey with the lead pipe, and he covers and gets a two count. Osprey fires back with kicks and the hidden blade, and he follows that up with the Stormbreaker as Dookie gets pinned while the Young Lions hold off Taiichi from making the save, and Will Osprey gets the win. Our main event of the evening, El Phantasmo. He faces off against Taguchi. Phantasmo grabs the ref, but Taguchi hits the German suplex for a two count. The Dodon connects, and Phantasmo kicks out. Taguchi then grabs the ankle lock, and El Phantasmo has to tap as Taguchi continues his impressive tournament with another victory. Standout match of the night 12 for me was Will Ospreay versus Doki. And I love the fuckery that was within the match, and I usually don't like that shit, but I just enjoyed how it was used. I enjoyed how the young lions intervened and be like, nah, dog, you're not getting involved in this match anymore. <laughs> and Doki has just gotten better as the tournament like, proceeded. So that was my favorite match of that night. My second favorite match of the night was Taguchi versus El Fantasmo. I enjoyed the mischief in it, and I thought Fantasmo was going to win, and Taguchi pulling out what made me happy. So it was just like 
I kind of also like the narrative of Phantasmo choking in the clutch because he started really hot and then just kind of tailed off at the end. And that is something you could actually like use in the future tournament about like, yeah, he started hot, but he has to prove it at the back end next year. So that's a nice little thing to to be able to use if they choose to. So, yeah, man, those two stand out. I like the opening match with Yo and, and Narita. I like how Yo tried that big brother shit on Ren and almost caught the L because of that. So, yeah, you try that. Well, try be trying the young dude, but be careful because he can beat you. Like, Ren, Ren has been a joy to watch throughout the tournament. So, nothing new on that front. We shift over to night 13. Kanemaru, he gets the win due to forfeit because, of course, Takamichi Noku is injured for the duration of the tournament. Tiger Mask faced off against Teton. Teton fights off the Tiger Suplex, and he gets the cradle for the win. In a very fun match, we had Sho versus Jonathan Gresham. Sho hits a big lariat, and then the Project Champa connects for a two-count. We get the shock arrow from Sho on Jonathan Gresham, and Sho picks up the win. Dragon Lee faced off against Marty Squirrel. Lee fights off the Black Plague with knee strikes and he covers for a two count. He drops the knee pad and he hits another knee strike. And then he follows up with Dines Kadora and Dragon Lee gets the win over the villain, Marty Squirrel. Now in the final of the A block, we have Shingo Takagi versus Taishi Ishimori. Ishimori wins the block with a win. Shingo will win the block if he wins or the match ends in a draw. Ishimori fires up with a knee strike and he hits a huge desperation lariat. Ishimori follows with the John Woo, double knees, and then the lung blower and he gets a two count. Shingo fights off the bloody cross and then he hits last of the dragon in Shingo Takagi has gone through the block undefeated, and he will represent the A block in this year's best of the Super Juniors final. Didn't we do that night? No. I think we did. No. We talked about it, but we didn't. I think we, we, didn't. I think we did. I no. think we did night 11. Didn't no, we? this is night 13, my friend. This is the huh? This is the A block final. Uh, <laughs> okay, let me um, cause Mike, I have Night Thirteen as I think I have Narita versus Bushi and shit on this one. That's Night Fourteen. It's Night Fourteen. Yes, sir. That's oh. the A Block Final. Let me look at the results. I don't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> and then Night Fifteen is the actual final. This is, I don't. Hmm. I don't know. Let me. Because this is what happened. They had uh, 11, 12, and 13, like three nights in a row. Then they took a break for like two days. And then they did uh, night 14 and then 15. Hmm. Might have wrote the wrong number on my thing. They're pretty good about keeping their records. (laughs) (laughs) 
But while you looking for your uh your your notes, I'll let everybody know. Shingo versus Taiji Ishimori. Yep. Mm-hmm. Check that one out. That is a highlight match. Taiji Ishimori in like the second match of the tournament got his neck all jacked up. So um he'd been basically wrestling this whole tournament with neck issues and uh, yeah, and shoulder issues. And um yeah, Shingo demolished him and now Taiji Ishimori is gonna be out of action for a couple of weeks due to these injuries sustained. You know what happened? I I did write this shit down, but I put it in my phone. I didn't put it in my notebook. That's why. Ah. I was like, so, yeah, I was wrong on that one. What the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> Got the Jim Cornette spiral notebooks over there, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's night 13, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So I'm, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Damn, I, I take the L. It's okay. I because like, I know I like I knew the shit you was talking about. I was like, what the fuck, my nose at? <laughs> oh, yeah, I got it now. I'm, I'm good. Another great match that I really enjoyed. Like I said, I thought it was a very fun match with Show and Jonathan Gresham. Uh, Show, like you said, trying to use that power over Jonathan Gresham, but Jonathan Gresham was twisting him up and bending him up and. Uh, Really, you know, they had a really good match, contrast and styles, and uh, I enjoyed that so much. I enjoy anything Jonathan Gresham. So, mm-hmm. at this point, and, and my favorite matches of that night were Dragon Lee versus Mighty Scroll and Ishimori versus Shingo. Just like I like the like dichotomy between like Shingo and Ishimori, and I like how that they, they kind of came up in the same Dragon Dragon system and. It was kind of cool. She can go get over on Ishimori too, because I think Ishimori started before in the system before he did. So that was cool. Nice callback for like people who know about that that old shit. <laughs> yeah. I just know I know some of it. I don't know a lot of it, but that was really cool though for the old heads. So that was the A block final night thirteen, night fourteen the B block final. Bushi he faced off against Ren Narita. Bushi gets the win with the MX. So he continues his hot streak to end out the tournament. Rocky Romero faced off against Bandito. Bandito escapes and hits the Moonsault Press Slam for a two count. Then the GTS connects and he hits the 21 Plex and Bandito gets the win. Yo faces off against Robbie Eagles. Yo hits the Enziguri and a super kick followed by the Dragon Suplex for the win. Didn't really see that coming. I thought Robbie Eagles would finish a little bit stronger than that. El Phantasmo versus Doki. They trade strikes and Phantasmo pulls the mask down and that allows him to get the CR2 and El Phantasmo gets the win. So it all comes down to this. The B-Block final. Will Osprey versus Taguchi. Osprey heads up top and the shooting star press connects, but Taguchi kicks out. Taguchi counters the Oscutter into a backslide for a two count. Osprey follows with the flurries of kicks and then the Stormbreaker in Will Osprey gets the pin and he will represent the B block in the best of the Super Juniors final. Hmm. Like, the standout matches, like, for me were, of course, Taguchi versus Osprey. It was a great block, like, final. Um, it's always cool to see when Taguchi becomes serious. But even within the seriousness, he had comedy, and you would like 
Osprey would try these slick little shit on him and try to play jokes on him, and then fucking Taguchi would turn around and then just nail his ass with some shit. And that was really great. I love like the post match, like back and forth between Shingo and Osprey, and Shingo breaking out the English skills, throwing shade, and Will throwing some Japanese back at him. And it was, I just love that those promos. Like that was really awesome. I was very much shocked that Yo beat um Eagles. I thought Eagles was going to get that victory, but I mean, I kind I get it to a degree, so I'm not mad at that. Um, like what other matches won't Phantasma and Dookie was pretty good. The crowd was really behind fucking Doki, so it's been cool to watch Doki get better as like the um the tournament progress and yeah, that that was pretty cool. I was actually cheering Doki because I really don't like Al Phantasma, <laughs> so. You know, she's really going haywire with. I'm rooting for a Suzuki Gun member because I really don't like the other person in the match. I so, really like Rocky Romero and Bandito. I thought that was sneaky good. Yeah. I just thought Rocky Romero just had a, a great second half of the tournament. I thought all his matches after that. Corrigan main event where he beat Phantasmo, man, that, that he just took it up a notch. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Definitely enjoyed everything about the block action of this year's tournament. One of the best just, you know, day in and day out tournaments that they've had in quite a while. Yep, a lot of standout like matches. Made it, made it live. It was cool, too. Even though I didn't watch a lot of it live, it was cool that they had it because the single cameras are like unique and have a purpose, but I kind of like them going all out on this. And it, I think it's actually proven to be successful because I think they've gotten more like subscriptions and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Is them committing to the English commentary for every event, I think has done more for their subscription numbers going up. And God bless Kevin Kelly, man, because that man stays away from home a whole lot of times to make yeah, sure man. that we have this English commentary for every event. And and then he has to work with a rotating lineup of partners. So, you know, he may get Rocky for a couple of nights. Kevin Kelly is really excellent at his job. Right. Like, he, legitimately excellent. Because he gets people who are green and gets them to the point where they're good. And then sometimes get them to the point where they're very good and eventually great. And that's the tell tell sign of someone you refer to in sports as a franchise player. You can move a lot of shifting parts around him or her, but their quality is so good that they elevate everybody around him and also at times hide how bad people are around him. So it's a gift and a curse, but man, Kevin Kelly's amazing. Like, props yeah. to him, dude. Yeah, so big big ups to Kevin Kelly, man, to, to giving us that English commentary. For every event, no matter how big or small it is, he's there. And I, like I said, I think that's done more for the subscription numbers going up than uh, anything else. I mean, of course, the matches draw people, but when they know that there's going to be English commentary, I think 95% of the people are like, okay, I can be comfortable in subscribing to this and I can hear what's going on and un- kind of understand what's going on. Whereas me and you, we enjoy the I enjoy the Japanese commentary. I don't understand what they say except for like oi and the 
comment in the in the competitors' names, but the excitement and the energy in which they have is just so amazing. I'm gonna tell you something for real. Like in the past, like when Cole was doing like just hill shit for all, and I was just not feeling commentary. I would just watch the Jap- like the um the Mexican feed of Raw. <laughs> that shit would be more entertaining. <laughs> Even though I don't know what the fuck they're saying, it's just it's just more passion or whatever, and it's and also because since Vince ain't bilingual, he can't really dip his head in into fuck fuck with them too much. I guess so that's cool too. This is Cast a Strong Style. I'm your host Don DeLorente. I'm joined by my co-host Anwar Starwin. You can find Cast a Strong Style on the CSPN on the web or through Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and YouTube. So it's time for the Best of the Super Juniors final. Opening a match on the card, Shota Aminu, Teton, and Dragon Lee. They faced off against Ren Narita, Jonathan Gresham, and Bandito. Dragon Lee cuts off Ren Narita, but he runs into the overhead suplex for a two count. Dragon Lee, he hits the knee strike, and he drops the knee pad, and he lands another knee strike, and he pins Ren Narita, and his team gets the victory. Sho and Yo teamed up with Taguchi to face Robbie Eagles, El Phantasmo, and Taji Ishimori. Eagles fights off the shock arrow and hits a turbo backpack for the two count. The 450 follows, but Phantasmo blind tags in, he hits the CR2, and he pins show and the Bullet Club. They are victorious. Doki, Taichi, Kanemaru, Zack Sabre Jr., and the King, Minoru Suzuki. They faced off against Ishii, Yano, Yoshihashi, Jushin Thunder Liger, and Tiger Mask. Yoshihashi works over Doki. He hits the Lariat, and then he follows that up with Karma and Chaos. Gets the win. Naito, Evil, Bushi, and Sonata. They take on Hanare, Hamna, Makabe, and Kota Ibushi. We get the Magic Killer by Sonata and Evil on Hanare and LIJ. They get the win. Post match, Naito attacks Ibushi, building up more drama for their Intercontinental Championship match. They'll take place at Dominion. Okada and Rocky Romero, they teamed up to go against Villain Enterprises, Marty Skrull, and Brody King. Okada, he begins to fight back with uppercuts, and the Million Dollar Dropkick connects. The top rope drop, uh, elbow drop follows up the dropkick, and then Okada hits the Rainmaker on Brody King for the win. After the match, we get a Chris Jericho video asking Okada to come out and play at Dominion. He says it's the Rainmaker versus the Painmaker, and Jericho will beat Okada to win the title. Okada then cuts a promo saying that the title isn't a toy to be played with, and then he asks, what the hell is a Painmaker anyway? Tanahashi, the ace Returning for the first time in a few months after dealing with injury, he faces Switchblade, Jay White. We get the low blow by Jay White, but Tanahashi 
answers back with a low blow of his own and cradles Jay White for a two count. The Dragon's crew follows, but as he looks for the cloverleaf, Jay White attacks Tanahashi's injured arm and he cradles Tanahashi for the win. For the IWGP United States Championship, Juice Robinson defending his title against John Moxley. Pulp Friction is countered, but Juice cradles him for a two count. They trade clothesline, and Moxley hits Dirty Deeds, or what is known now as the Death Rider, for a great near fall. I Mox- think the Death Rider is the, um, the official, new official name. Okay, so Moxley then hits an elevated version of the Dirty Deeds, which I think is what you're going to refer to as the Death Rider, and Juice Robinson gets pinned, and John Moxley is your new IWGP United States Champion. Main event of the evening time, best of the Super Juniors 26 finals, Shingo faces off against Will Ospreay. Ospreay counters last of the Dragons with the reverse Rana. They tread they trade headbutts from their knees. Shingo follows with closed lines, and Osprey is staggered, but he hits the desperation Spanish fly for a near fall. The hook kick and hidden blade connect, and then Osprey hits the top rope Os cutter. He follows that up with the Stormbreaker, and Will Osprey has done it. He has not only won the best of the Super Juniors, but he's also been the first person in 97 matches to defeat. Shingo Takagi. After the match, Osprey announces that he's moving to Japan and he thanks those that came before him and adds that he misses Hiromu. He says he wants to take New Japan worldwide and he will face anyone in any division to do so. Man, this was one of the, my favorite shows of the year. Like, just me taking a break from watching the multi-mans, like, for the last month, it gave me, like, more, like, hype when I saw them this night. And I enjoyed, like, the stories they were telling within, like, the 3K and Coach versus Bullet Club, like, ELP being a dickhead and Eagles, like, trying to be a good dude, but he's got he's friends with a bunch of pricks. So I like like that whole thing with Eagles. Like, man, I'm just like I'm through with your ass. <laughs> it was like, how are you just going to steal the tag title shot from me, bro? Like, really? You already stole a victory from me within the tournament. Now you come and steal my tag title shot? You already fucking cruiserweight champion in another company. Do you have to have all the spotlight on you, Negro? So I like that shit right there because. Eventually, Eagles gonna ghost on them, and then we'll see what tag team he might be in, or if he gets the chaos, or just joins home team. So that would be cool because Eagles was awesome. Um, I like the Suzuki, Suzuki going versus home team like match, and I like the setup they did for like multiple matches going forward, like Suzuki and Liger and whatnot, and. Zach versus Tacos, I mean, Yoshihashi, like, even though, like, I like Yoshihashi, but why is Yoshihashi in that spot? 
I'd rather see Goto versus Zack Sabre Jr. I'm sorry. I'm, I stand for Goto. I don't care. Do um, you know the history behind Taichi and Ishii? I read a little bit of it. Okay. So I, I read a little bit of it earlier, so I kind of have a feel for that. So, like, Taichi versus Ishii is going to be dope because that, that New Japan Cup was one of the better matches in New Japan this year, so. I got high hopes for that match, and just like I like how like seeing things are being set up and moving forward on the card. Um, I just like seeing Lij as a unit work together, and they just have them like they just have a mastery, and actually are like a real team. So they have all these combinations of moves and whatnot. So it's cool to see that, and I kind of like seeing Naito just fuck with Ibushi at the end. <laughs> Even though I am one of the biggest Abushi fans, when do you world, when so. do at what time of day do you plan to watch Dominion? You're gonna watch it first thing in the morning, or you're gonna wait like later on Sunday? You're gonna watch it when you get off of work. I I, I can't do it after work because if I I come home after work, I'm gonna be getting prepped for like I think the NBA Finals that night. No, Friday. Uh, so no, it's Monday. They're gonna play again on Monday. Um, maybe I'll watch it on Sunday night. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm supposed to be off, but they kind of messed up my schedule, so I have to talk to them. So I was going to say I, you should play it if you can, if you can. Mm-hmm. Listeners and followers of Castle Strong Style, play a drinking game during the Kota Ibushi Naito match. That every time one of them lands on their neck, you take a, sh- a drink out of whatever your beverage of choice <laughs> yeah, I'm is. I'm not trying to be drunk. No, You're going to be drunk that's within like, the that's first like six drinking, minutes. That's, that's like drinking during, like, with the super kick party they was throwing at that takeover, man. <laughs> Hell no. I'm not, I'm not, no. You can only pull that off on a day you're not really trying to do nothing. Because I ain't trying to be fucked up throwing up later in the night. <laughs> trying to sleep and shit off like nah but yeah <laughs> uh back to like chaos versus villain enterprises bro you couldn't he was killing it bro <laughs> yeah man he, he, like, he, was, he was showing out in that match and i heard he's been showing out the whole damn tournament in the undercard matches that's what i've heard so when i go back and look at those matches because June is a chill month for New Japan as far as like shows. I can't do that. So I probably will dip through some of those matches over the like next couple weeks. Yeah, New Japan has a great little thing that they do where they'll give you like a burst. Like they just gave you this, you know, basically this month long tournament right here. And then they followed it up with this finals and then they're coming right behind it with Dominion. And then they kind of give you a little lull. And then all of a sudden, you know, June and July are kind of slow. And then the end of July, everything just, boom, bursts back open again. It's very smart, though. It's you're not overwhelming your people with your product and also making people miss you, too. So it's actually smart instead of, like, running. And plus, with the style that they wrestle, they need those breaks, especially when it comes to heading into, like, like G one, they need these breaks to like rest up. So it's it's important. So I, was, I already uh, do like that about them. I was like um, you. I had I've been watching a lot of these uh Best of Super Junior uh whole shows, especially uh the last like about four or five nights. So it was really refreshing to see 
the Okadas and the Naitos and the Evils and, and or the Sonatas and all these guys, uh, uh, um, Taco, Shoshihashi, all these guys, Ishii, all these guys come back because, you know, they've been kind of off doing their own independent things or just resting because they're not really required to be a part of those undercard matches because those are just the junior guys who in the next block for the next day, usually. So mm-hmm. like you, it was very refreshing to see, you know, the the big LIJ 10 man, I mean, um, Suzuki gun 10 man tag team match. You know what I'm saying? It's like, wow, I hadn't seen this six times in the last 10 days. It's actually nice and refreshing to see these guys out here. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed the Jericho like promo and the <laughs> fact that he didn't actually come out and attack them. Right. I also liked how they turned the lights on. And Okada was looking around like Rocky was looking to see if they <laughs> You're not gonna sneak up on us. And I was like, and then Okada's like like promo after it made me laugh too. It was like that's on brand, man. That was that was that's how you set you can set things up multiple different ways. And I like that Jericho didn't do the same thing. He's just like, nah, I'm going to just right. come for you on that day. I'm not going to come when you expect me to come. I'm right. going to do what I feel the need to do. Tanahashi versus Wipes, I enjoyed it. I like how they said the fact that Tanahashi was busted up. So, like, going into the match, it's like, oh, yeah, he's facing Jay. They low-key, in a way, said, yeah, even if he lose, he ain't really right where he's supposed to be. So, they kind of... Do that little Easter egg in there. So I was like, mm, okay. It was really good. Jay dominated a lot of the match. The beard with the beard look helps him because I agree with other people like having the not having the beard and just being kind of like this creeper and shit. Just <laughs> it kinda like was kinda like throwing people off, but the aesthetic with the beard kinda helps him too. But you know what I liked about and, this match? He knew Tanahashi was hurt and he was mm-hmm. On it, he was super aggressive going after the arm. That was the most just like intense and aggressive I've seen him. Maybe not because maybe because I haven't seen him wrestle in about two months, but it mm-hmm. just looked like he had a different intensity about himself. Yeah, and like even as a me as a person that's not looking forward to another Jay White versus Okada match, even though it's a hell of a matchup, it's just I get why they're doing it because if you're gonna do that match and do it. You should probably do it while they're doing the tour in Australia. So that makes perfect sense, actually. So I, I'm not going to bitch on that one. Um, Juice versus Moxie. Wow. That shit was so different from everything on that card. And it was violent. And that is like that that was a really cool way to like introduce him into like the company and also i like the fact that he was like nah no more jeans no more white beaters he just came out with the wrestling gear and it was like it was cool it was just man that's how you debut somebody and juice was completely there with him and even though juice lost that match he came out looking better in the end and he also sets himself for redemption or if it's handled properly and maybe even they can move him up from that U.S. championship division at some point because he has more talent. I'm going to tell you one thing. When he took that hat off and didn't have no dreads, I was like, I was outside going on my way to work and I just was like, woo! Just like, caught me like, what? 
and it was just in the in the spots in the match. It was it was super violent. I, I'm not really one of those dudes that's really rocking with tables in New Japan, but it worked within the confines of this. I don't need to see tables in every New Japan in, in every new New Japan like match for Mox. But in certain matches, I can see it. Like, but I like how exactly you just how he went for the dirty deeds, hit him with it, juice clicked out. And I already like, I right, my jaw jaw dropped because I know in New Japan they protect finishers. So I was like, what? And then he got back up and then hit him with the death rock. I was like, what? And not only he was doing some new moves. You can see, like, anybody can see if you watched him in WWE and then watched him in this, you can see he's a man on a mission and a man that's really out here trying to like be better than what he once was. And I love stuff like that. And it's hard for me to root against that. Juice my guy, he lost. I still got love for him. And I've been told like from like something I read earlier that Juice like feels that he's not really appreciated in America or whatnot. But nah Juice, we I appreciate you. And a lot of other people appreciate you. So if you see Juice, just say thank you and just give him a little love because it's not accurate for all of us because that's part of the reason he doesn't have a social media presence because people are just being, you know how people are. People can just be keyboard warriors. So if you see Juice out in the streets, just show him some love. And as far as the main event, Osprey versus Singo, that shit was fucking fire. <laughs> Like, not regular fire. I'm talking about, like, Ghost Rider flames fire. Like, Drogon blowing fire on King's Landing fire. That was just excellent. Great fucking match. Now, if we want to talk about the booking and all that, yeah. I could nitpick that, and I was really pissed after the match because it was like, you did all this shit with Shingo. Had him beat everyone into this match, and then you was like pull the rubber, like pull the rug from up onto him. That shit, as an LIJ fan, that shit made me think of like Naito at Wrestle Kingdom with Okada. That made me think of Asuka at WrestleMania versus Charlotte. It's just like a confluence of all this shit just kind of came at me one time, and it just made me so fucking mad. I'm at work, like, right before I clock in, my coworker looking at me, like, why are you so mad? And I was like, I can't even, I didn't say nothing, but I was fucking that mad. So, <laughs> Osprey's great. I don't think he needed that match, but I get why, after doing a little bit more reading, realizing that Shingo is still a freelancer, and if you know New Japan's history, they only go so far with freelancers. So, <laughs> Just like how Bushi had that great showing at G1 last year and then lost in the finals, this is just a similar situation. And I, and with those, with that construct and information, I get why they did it. Because why would we give you this over one of our building blocks for the future? In that contract, in, in that context, I get it completely. But man, that final was ridiculous. The, the, the finishers and just... Ah, definitely one of the candidates for match of the year. Wrestling is so good. Wrestling is so fun when it's like 
like you get these two like get really talented people and they just come off and just do something that great. Hopefully that is not one the one of the last times I see them versus each other. I hopefully we see it at bigger stages and, and potentially in main eventing like big shows because that was awesome. I want to go back to the Juice John Moxley match for a second. Man, I know Juice Robinson's eye is all swollen up today and his ass is potentially all swollen up today <laughs> because John Moxley hard weighed his ass in like the first two minutes and then later on in the match, he opened it up again and then Juice did the uh, the senton from over one of the entrances and totally overshot Moxley and took the bump ass first on the ground. I don't know how he got up and was walking. Luckily, it ended up a lot better than, uh, you know, when I forgot who that was that did it and they overshot and it ended up hurting uh, Cody Hall. And I don't think he's been, I know he hadn't been back in New Japan. I don't even know if he's really been back in the wrestling game after that, but, um, he was, he's, in, he's, I think he's still in no. Okay, good, good. Because man, he got, he had to get carried out that night, uh, when that spot went bad. So luckily juice didn't have to get carried out or anything. He finished the match and, uh, those tables in new Japan don't cooperate as well as the ones in the United States do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that match was very different. Uh, it was good to see Moxley, like you said, in something new, he he just had on some you know short pants, some old school amateur wrestling shoes, and 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 he was like, "Let's go!" And uh, Juice Robinson, of course, another great match. And if Juice Robinson keeps having these great matches like this, his rep in America will definitely grow and grow and grow. Yeah, man. Yep. Well, you can tell Juice is a really good dude because. A lot. Some people are like, man, why I gotta come and take the L to this dude coming off the street? But Juice ain't like that, so yeah. And he gave his, he gave a great performance. So props to him. So all in all, great best of the Super Juniors tournament main event. If you like the booking or not, the actual action in the ring lived up to the hype. Uh, I see really, really big things from Will Osprey in the next. Four to five years. I think he's going to get a run with the IWGP Heavyweight Championship um, at some point. And uh, he's going to probably be the like global ambassador for New Japan. That's what it sounds like he wants to be. Where he's trying to take that upon his shoulders and uh, turn himself into that. So I'm gotta looking keep, for- you got to keep you got to keep him trying, though, because he'd be saying some saying and doing some real stupid shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we only saw um, Risky Will come out once in this match, and that was pretty decent. Yeah, he's matured in that front, but just like some of his takes be like, yeah. mm, nah, bro. And we actually saw Shingo do some high-risk maneuvers and almost went into the crowd. That was scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I enjoyed it. Great match. Definitely worth waking up at 5.30 uh, and watching the whole event live as it happened. Uh, please check it out. If you haven't seen it, go back and at least watch the last three matches. Uh, you'll definitely, definitely be pleased with that hour and a half of action. Yep. 
And well, before we let the people go this week, we're going to do a quick preview of the Dominion card that's going to take place on Sunday. So the new IWGP United States champion, John Moxley, will be taking on Shota Aminu. That should be a very interesting match. Kojima, he gets to take on Shingo. So maybe that's a sign of things to come for Shingo. Joe Jushin, Thunder Liger, and Yoshihashi, they take on Minoru Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr. That should be a lot of fun. Tanahashi, Juice Robinson, and Taguchi, they take on JY, Chase Owens, and Taji Ishimori. I don't think Taji Ishimori is going to be in that match. He may, that may be the last match that he wrestles before he takes his time off, but they may have a replacement for Taji Ishimori in that match. Never open weight championship match. Taichi faces off against Ishii. IWGP tag team championship match. The Gorillas of Destiny are taking on Evil and Sonata. IWGP junior heavyweight championship match. Dragon Lee will face the newly crowned best of the super juniors champion, Will Ospreay. IWGP intercontinental championship match. Kota Ibushi defends against Naito. And the main event, IWGP Heavyweight Championship match, Okada defends against Chris Jericho. Moxie versus Shota is going to be fucking interesting. Mm-hmm. Shingo it's versus very interesting. Shingo versus uh Kojima is going to be interesting to me. Very interesting because, like, he requested to, like, after the match with Osprey, he's like, I need to wrestle juniors and heavies, heavyweights. So, to be able to be, like, match up with, like, Osprey in the future or other people in general. Mm-hmm. So, I was that was that was a cool little thing they did with it. They took a loss and then kind of made something else out of it, which is really smart. So, that's pretty cool. Um... Uh, I I just want Suzuki versus Liger. I'm sorry, <laughs> that's the match I want. Like, give me that match before. Like, I know they might be saving it for a big spot. So, okay, I get this tag match. You're trying to like heat up both things in the future, and just having a place in the card, which it's going to be a good match. It's going to be a good match. Um, as far as the Bullet Club versus um, Taguchi Japan, like, uh, I mean. It's it's part it's gonna be good. I mean, all them guys in that match are really good, so I, I'll probably enjoy that. Ishii versus Taichi. Got high expectation for that. Ishii hasn't been never champion in many years. This is gonna be fun. I hope Taichi retains. And I'm one of the biggest Ishii heads in the world, so don't act. I almost um, got whiplashed. I moved my neck in sh- shock and surprise that you just said you hope Taichi retains. Oh my gosh. Yeah, man, Tai Chi's been one of the more fun people in that company so, this year. Even even most of last year. So yeah, I'm gonna give give the man his due when he does it. When he does, when he sucks, I'm gonna say he sucks. But when you're killing it, I'm gonna give you your props. I am fair and balanced. Um, God versus Evil and Sonata, or I like to call my man Sonata's Captain Harlock because he dresses like Captain Harlock. Um. Kind of tired of this matchup. Seen it too many times. Need a break from it. But I expect a good match. <laughs> uh, the seventh match, Dragon Lee versus Osprey. 
I expect an excellent match. I everything seems that Osprey's gonna win, but maybe not. Maybe 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 Dragon Lee retains and he just keeps retaining until he faces Hiromu. Dragon Lee retains and this is where Hiromu comes out. That is a possibility. We'll see. Or maybe they just I don't know. Or maybe they well, maybe he just holds it, and they just saved that match for a long time. So I don't know. I don't know happen. if you if you watch the post match interview, like the press conference interview. Uh, no, I haven't. They were they were uh, you know uh, Will was just talking about you know he's looking forward to the match with Dragon Lee. He's like you know I like this trophy, but I don't think I can be best of the Super Juniors without the championship, and I'm looking forward to facing Dragon Lee, and uh, we're gonna do it for. Uh, uh, Hiromu, you know what I'm saying? Let's go out there, let's rip it up, and let's do it for Hiromu. Yep, that's what's up. And uh, Bushi versus Naito, you know what that is? That is a known known com- com- commodity of high-level quality. So, Bushi's beaten Naito, like, I guess two straight times this year, and I think maybe three times I'm not sure. I think maybe three times, three straight times. So I don't know. Maybe Naito breaks that streak and gets back to in the Continental Championship to maybe move further in his potential goal of being double champion. Uh, if he's double Okada champion, versus, how disrespectful would he be to the titles, though? I think he's matured to this point. He don't even really throw the belt no more. So okay, let it go. Let it go down. Okay, I'm just making sure. Let my, let my, let my man live. You know that's that, a, was, that was that, that was two years ago. I know that's the only thing I fear is that he'll go back to just being disrespectful to the title. Nah, man, he had to work hard to get it back. So. <laughs> <laughs> and even if he did, I will make up a reason why he's justified. <laughs> so. That's how he is, Elache. What? Um, Okada versus Jericho. Well, I mean, Okada's one of the best wrestlers in the world. We'll see what Jericho's up to, because I'm going to be real with you, Chief. That main event, AEW, didn't really do it for me. Maybe I'll rewatch it someday, and it will, but nah. Hopefully it knocked but, the rust off, and he's, you know what I'm saying, he, he he had that thing. It was only a couple of weeks ago. He had a chance to get some of that ring rust off and a little bit of his timing back, and hopefully this matches. I think it's going to be like all the other Jericho fight matches. He's going to try to make it more of a fight, a brawl type match than a wrestling match. And then when it yeah, finally he, has to come into the wrestling match, I think that's where Okada will get the advantage. I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you on that. So we'll see. But yeah, man, I'm ready for Dominion. And yeah, man, just it's been a really killer couple of weeks of wrestling. If you love wrestling for multiple companies. AEW TakeOver New Japan have delivered some entertaining shows. And some high-level Master of the Year candidate quality matches as well. Hell fucking yeah. Yep. So, Anwar, man, at this time, tell the people that you care about how you feel about them. Shout-outs and thank-yous. Shout out to What Sleep Though. Shout outs to Madame Lizette, who just had a birthday. Cash Apper. <laughs> Shout out to Jupiter Jewel, the big homie that be disappearing on us. 
uh, shout out to Moto who gets shout outs because she's Moto, and um, shout out to Don, shout out to Russell Amakazi because them cast was out in Japan at the show for Best of Super Junior Finals, and then literally after or after the show when it recorded. I don't know too many people are gonna be recording off of no shit like that. I love y'all, but I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> I'm enjoying my vacation. Um, and thanks for everyone, and I appreciate the support. And just holla at your boy. Shout out to Terry Boy, because Terry Boy is like, like, is like the elite of our fans. <laughs> He's always out there with us. So shout out to Terry Boy. He's that's my guy. I'd like to give a shout out to my co-host Anwar Starwin. Give a shout out to everyone who listens to the CSPN Cast a Strong Style. We thank you very much. The Rasslecast as well. This is the time where I plug all the promotional stuff, so please support the CSPN in a number of ways through the website. You can click on the tab that says Keep Our Podcast Free. Click on one of our sponsors. Do some shopping. You can support us that way. You can support us by listening to The Dark Match on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash CSPN media become a $3 or $5 member of our Patreon page and you'll receive exclusive content, podcasts, videos, and more. Or we have a Teespring store where you can support the WrestleCast and buy some merch. So that's teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash CSPN buy some WrestleCast merch and support your favorite wrestling podcast that way. So please help keep the CSPN free each and every week by supporting us in many, many different ways. And for my co-host, Anwar Starwin, I'm Don DeLorente, and this has been Cast of Strong Style. Cast of Strong Style.